Time for Politics Wednesday, isn't it? It's uh, Megan uh, Megan Woods and Mark Mitchell. Morning to you too. Morning, morning, Mike. Mike. Morning, morning, Megan. Mark. Now, a couple of things. Merry out Christmas there. to you both. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you too. Yeah, and hey, um, and, hey, and Feliz Navidad. Now, a couple of things out what? of the house yesterday, Megan. Are you relitigating your view on Jerry Brownlee? I, I not you personally, but the, I, I got a sense of a little bit of frustration with Jerry's activities yesterday. Oh, look, I mean, I think new, new speakers always have to find their feet. Um, I think we've seen that with every new speaker. I think one of the things that um, we're going to take interest in is this whole issue around whether uh, what, what is addressing a question. Now, I think yeah. it's been long understood that, you know, you can't force a minister to give a yes or no answer, and you can't, you know, be prescriptive about the kind of answer you want. But there is a rule that you have to at least address it. And I think at the moment we're seeing quite, quite a loose interpretation of that, um, that I think the example was that, you know, you could say rhubarb because he seems to be taking the view that if you give an answer, mm. um, that is addressing the question. So that's something we'll continue to work through. OK, so he, he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't lose your faith yesterday? Because there seemed oh, to be, um, there seemed to be a frisson I, I, in the House. I, I have faith in his ability to improve his performance, Mike. There we go. Now, are you miserable? Because I was looking at you, you weren't saying much, and I thought, my God, Megan looks miserable. Is she looking forward to Christmas? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not miserable in the least, Mike. Okay. Um, I, hey, Mike. I, 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 don't, I don't know where you were looking, but I'll tell you what didn't make me miserable, Mike, was your, your piece this morning extolling the virtues of Christchurch and how well it's doing. 100%. I think, um, Can't avoid it, Megan. It's, it's, I mean, everyone's talking about it. fantastic. It's, I mean, it, got, it is it is the best place in the country, Mike, and I, it's glad to see that you're pushing that out there yeah, as, no. a, as a child of the city. Exactly, I would tend to agree. Now, Mark, <laughs> from your point of view in the House yesterday, that 500, Ginny's question to you on the 500 net for the police, yeah. are there 500 more police officers net gain out of this coalition agreement or not? Correct. That's the coalition agreement. That's what we want to deliver. Hey, just very quickly, though, I just wanted to say this, is that Watching all the political panels on on um, on the television, uh, sort of this week, all giving each other gifts and exchanging gifts, it's a bit more difficult for the three of us to do that. But I, Mike, I did want to give you a virtual gift okay. um, that I will deliver, and, and that's that's a gift voucher for you and Kate to come and um, have a dinner in one of the restaurants in my beautiful electorate of Whangaparaa. Do you own and them all? For you, um, I, don't, I don't own them all, but I'm, but I'm going to I'm going to pay for you and Kate to come and have a dinner in my patch. It's got to be in my patch. So, and for you, Megan, I'm giving you a L'Oreal um, gift voucher because you said you're very interested in the foundation, and I thought that you would really enjoy that one. <laughs> Oh, is this one you've got left over from the police, Mark, when you're going to be dishing them out to the gangs? Is it oh. That's very good. I just thought you'd like that. Well, no, no, or is it because you backed down? Is it because you backed down on that policy so you've got all these gift vouchers? But look, oh, I will take back, that in the spirit of giving, Mark. We're a government that doesn't back down on anything, Megan, but very quickly on well, the numbers. So are they wearing makeup? Quickly, I thought you'd given up on the gangs giving it, wearing so, makeup. So, 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 Mike, coming back to the numbers, what I would do is I would invite the Labor Party to ask me the same question because that's the question you're talking about is the primary question that came to me from Ginny Anderson as the outgoing uh, police minister. Yes. And they asked me about the ratio, the 1 to 480. They hadn't finished doing the work on the 1 to 40, 480, and they had underfunded it. And as an outgoing government, this just shows how poor they are. They should have been across the detail. They weren't. I gave them an answer that they didn't like. 
And of course, the speaker was going to support me on that. Okay, Ask but the, so the problem with that answer, the problem with that answer, Mark, is that work was underway and the funding was was well, there, did, and it was certainly in our in our costed budget <laughs> as well. So I look forward <laughs> to reading in detail and forensically the line items and the mini budget when Nicola Willis puts it out and checking that there is five hundred net. Okay, well, yeah, so no, well, just reassure us now, Mark. So because I couldn't understand why she kept asking the question if she didn't get. It is 500 net gain over what we yes. have now, right? Yes? Correct. Good. Correct. Okay, well, that's, that's sort of... Megan, for you, uh, Winston had a crack at Marsden, so he's obviously one of those people who feels that you could have done more to save Marsden. Do you have any regrets around that? Uh, look, I mean, it was a commercial decision by, by yeah, the company. Yeah, but you could this have involved I mean, yourself think... more. Isn't that true oh, to say? It would have been hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, to do that, um, for the government to do it. I mean, of course, we looked at it. It was a question we had to ask and something that I did ask. And, I mean, top of mind for us um, as a government and me as the Minister of Energy and Resources is what does this do to fuel security in New Zealand? Is this an investment we have to be making to ensure um, that we are having, you know, that security that all New Zealanders want and deserve and need? Um, And the answer was no, um, that hundreds of millions of dollars wouldn't give us that greater fuel security because, of course, everything that we were refining at Marsden was coming in on boats. Yeah. That I think there's a bit of a myth that we were refining our own oil. We can't. It's the wrong kind of crude. And Marsden wasn't set up uh, to refine the, the, the heavy crudes that, that come out um, okay. in Taranaki. So we were as dependent on um, trade, trade routes and ships getting in, the question is whether they're carrying finished product or crude, but ultimately the boats have got to get through. All right. Um, Migration. Mark, actually, no, before I ask you about that, the thing you raised yesterday in the House, the 124th place for Auckland, I thought was well raised, but the problem now for you, and that was safety, it's shocking, Uh, the problem now for you is you've got to deliver and fix it. What are you going to do? Oh, look, so in the expectation, you would have seen that that, um, we're very clear about getting resources uh, and numbers back out onto the front line, and that includes um, seeing police officers back on the beat. Um, if you have them highly visible, if you go to um, big international cities and capitals around the world where you have a high level of visibility um, you know, in those cities of police out on the street, on the True. beat, it gives the, public, it gives the public a sense of security and it starts to get on top of that um, disorder and violence that, uh, that you see current, what, we, what we're currently dealing with um, oh, in our so. major cities. I hope so, because it's shocking. Now, Megan, immigration, you will have seen the numbers yesterday. What's the sweet spot, do you reckon? 118 is way too many, clearly. What's the sweet spot? Yeah, and I mean, <clears throat> it's right, there is a balance to be had, but I think um, uh, we're, we're seeing a, a pretty sharp U-turn from Christopher Luxon and National on this. So, of course, we had a chorus um, for several years um, telling us to loosen migration setting. The, the number that we saw in terms of the latest figures that have come up, of course, there are a lot of pent-up demand over a period when the borders were closed and, and the need to, to both bring in people for, for um, workforce requirements but also there had been a bit of a stay on some of the fam- of some of the family um, categories as well. So it was a bit of catch up on that. I think we, we've got to have a mature conversation as a country about it. I mean, I, I hate seeing migration used as a political football. Um, we've got to make sure that we've got the, the housing and the infrastructure for all the people that we're asking to come and make their home in New Zealand. And we want to make sure 
that it's a good place for them to settle. Um, and we've got to make sure that we've got infrastructure investment. Yeah, but what's the number? Is it 70? Is it 50? Is it 12? Is it... I don't know the number, Mike, and I'm not going to give you one. I think we require a mature um, conversation that doesn't see this used as a political football um, and that we, we, we have um, some settings that allow us to, to flourish in every way, and that includes families getting back together. I see far too many people coming through my office um, who really do need some connection in order for their settlement to go well. Yeah, OK. What do you reckon, Mark? You got a number or no? No, I don't. I, I do agree with uh, Megan. Is that you know is, there is a careful balancing uh, between ensuring businesses have got access to the skilled uh, workforce that they need, um, you know, sort of growing the economy, um, but also making sure that we're not all sort of displacing um, our own Kiwis. Yeah, you know, it, is, it is difficult because we've got Kiwis and Australians coming back and forth between New Zealand and Australia. Um, so look, I, I agree. It, it requires mature. Um, you know, debate and uh, conversation around what is the right number for us. So, I mean, of, of course, the other thing is infrastructure, making sure there's housing infrastructure um, available right. to support and a, a big increase in uh, net migration. What are you doing for summer, Megan? Um, I am going to spend some um, cherished time with friends and family, I'm going to go away and visit some friends, stay with them a while and spend time with my family in Christchurch. Uh, of course, Christchurch as well as being the best place to uh, visit mm. usually has the best weather, as you'll know well, Mike. Get a gentle northwesterly and 32 degrees and before you know it's just we- like- We've we've had a run of Norwesters actually. Mm. We've had crazy weather. It's been going from like twenty nine degrees on Saturday to thirteen degrees on Sunday. No, you're alive. What are you doing, Mark? You're visiting one of your eighteen we'll, houses. <laughs> we'll be we'll be over in the Coromandel. I'll do what I always try to do, and that's get out the water on the King King Sparrow. I don't shoot many fish these days, but I like getting in the water and relaxing and enjoying that environment. And uh, a cell phone doesn't work too well either. Good on you, mate. Well, I've enjoyed both your company very much for this year, and we'll do it again next year. And thank you very much for your contribution to e- each and every Wednesday. It's been it's been good fun, and uh, you go well over the holidays, and we'll see you in 2024. Thanks, yeah, Merry Christmas. Take care, both of you. Merry Christmas. Bye. Megan Woods too, and Megan. Mark Mitchell for this year, back next year. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.